So this has been an extraordinary week of intense highs and lows and my morning reflections I'm going to share with you that this has been the week of intense ripenings. So ripening is the term for when seeds come to fruition, right? And so uh, Wednesday was two really intense ripenings from two very different types of seeds that have been planted in our nation, right? So one was this extraordinary work of, we can call it Black Voters Matter, Black Consciousness Matters, the whole organization that Stacey Abrams and everyone has been spearheading. And I was, I woke up Wednesday, like many of you, like eagerly anticipating the happy news. And what, I, what it was, was also the acknowledgement of this extraordinary work in seeding at the national consciousness level of all this work that had been done by these extraordinary uh, courageous people. But as those seeds are being planted and with the same intensity, the opposing seeds are also being planted <laughs> of uh, the years of um, sowing the seeds of lies and actually thinking that seeds don't have consequences. What I witnessed and what many of us witnessed on Wednesday was a disbelief that the people that had been sowing those seeds of lies, that those seeds actually could have results that were terrifying, right? And so this lack of understanding that actions lead to consequences, <laughs> that, um, that saying something like, this is a lie, this, um, the truth is not true. <laughs> when you plant those seeds, when you use speech, the people that spoke those things were horrified by the results of their own actions. So in the Eastern tradition, this is called, this is the definition of ignorance. The definition of ignorance is um, <laughs> not believing in karma, not understanding that the smallest actions that you take, much less lying about the sanctity of, a, of an electoral process, but um, thoughts lead to speech, lead to action, right? So if you sow incorrect thoughts, sow incorrect speech, that will lead to action. You can't expect that won't happen. If you don't believe that, that is the definition of ignorance in Buddhism, in yoga. Uh, one of my teachers would say, thinking that your speech doesn't lead to action, doesn't lead to consequences, uh, is like thinking that what is misknowing, what is avidya? It is thinking that red means go and green means stop. <laughs> it's like completely backwards. Um, yeah, so that was that's one observation about the week is, is simply um, the fruition of seeds and the lack, the disbelief that actions have consequences, the, the lack of worldview, the lack of wisdom, the lack of even just not even basic wisdom, just, I'll just call it ignorance. And so that trajectory of uh, thoughts, speech, action, that's the trajectory of the efflorescence of seeds. 
And one of the many, 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 many meanings of Om Ah Hong is the protection of the body, speech, and mind at all levels of fruition. And so when you say that mantra, Om Ah Hong, yes, it's anchoring it in body, speech, and mind, but when we put it on our retreat boundaries, when we use it, it's, it's specifically protecting the trajectory of karmic seeds. May our minds be protected from ignorance and wrong views about the nature of reality, right? So I'm seeing like a vast swath of, the, of America and our congressional leaders horrified by the reality of karma. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, what do you think was gonna happen? So their minds were not protected straight up. They thought that their actions would not have consequences. Ah, speech, right? Om ah hung. Uh, may, when we say om ah hung, ah, it's like may our speech uh, be protected. May we not say things that um, will screw us over and humanity in the long run. Hong. Oh, did I get this reversed? <laughs> Hung is actually the mind. It's okay. The three mean body, speech, and mind. And so you're protecting them all. Hmm. And, and usually by the time it gets to the body action, it's too late. You can't take a seat back. You can't, no matter how many apologies you issue, you can't take a seat back once it's out there. So today I wanted, uh, my focus today was looking at, I think the next two weeks, the theme is going to be navigating the transition. And that's the first thing that popped into my mind, which is the best way to navigate the transition is this consciousness of observing the levels of seeds, of causes. So the word for transition in Tibetan is the bardo the liminal space, the threshold condition, the edge, when we move from one body to another. So quite literally, as a nation, as a people, we're shifting from a Republican-led majority to a Democratic majority. This is a massive shift in consciousness and control and power from the Trump era to the Biden-Harris era. And it's like our whole bodies are shifting and convulsing. The convulsing is not going to stop. It's going to keep convulsing. It's this, just the way when you move from one body to another. The bardo process is normally painful. For someone who doesn't practice, the bardo process is normally painful. Um, because all of these seeds ripen. That's what the bardo does. As you leave a body into another, whether it's a physical body or a political body or a whatever body, it's um, the transition ripens seeds at an exponential level. So you're gonna experience a ton of ripenings. And traditionally the meditation practice, <laughs> the reason why you end yoga with Shavasana is it's all about a preparation for death, which is to say a preparation for the transition. Because as you leave your body, uh, it's like everything goes into warp speed and what you're normally able to manage. It's like you're driving a super fast race car and all of these things are hitting you. <laughs> and so um, one of my first yoga teachers, David Life, last story, we'll meditate, right? Uh, would like to tell the story about one of his students, Willem Dafoe. 
was this extraordinary yogi. And he, at this time, he already had a very deep meditation practice. And he was biking and he hit a rock and flipped into the air, did a full somersault, landed alive and fine. But in that moment that he flipped and could, could have just killed himself, he was in a happy state. The minute death appeared, he said his mind just went to shit. He started cursing, fucking anger, just like so much rage. And then when he turned back, you know, fine, he was like, oh my God, what a wake up call. Like if I were to hit the bardo just now, I'm this advanced yogi, but I'm still totally unprepared for death, to navigate that transition. Because in that state of mind, that state of mind is what determines your transmigration, the traveling of souls. The Greek word is metempsychosis, it's the transmigration of souls. So if your meditation practice is not grounded and you die riding your bike, William Defoe, <laughs> and even this advanced yogi, you're going, your happy state immediately turns, becomes dark. That's the state that will determine where your soul goes, right? So the great masters, His Holiness, the Tulkus, the reincarnated masters, when a normal person leaves, we're at the mercy of our karmic seeds ripening, right? So I'm watching the nation be at the mercy of karmic seeds ripening. The scales to all levels of your life and of political bodies, individual bodies, historical timelines, personal timelines. And so it's all about the whole purpose of the daily meditation practice is traditionally to navigate the liminal space, right? And of course, ornament <laughs> lives at the edge. It's an efflorescence of harmony, cosmos, and wisdom, beauty at the threshold. So uh, we are going to, I'm going to take us not to the bardo. I guess we're with a bit, <laughs> the edge is a nice way of saying <laughs> the liminal space. And we'll keep up the work that we did yesterday but it's really to shift into a type of perspective, we'll focus on the next two weeks, of learning to look at the cause level and not the result. Learning to, in the face of being slapped around by fruitions, all you see is seeds. You have this deeper perspective, not of your own, but of all the things swirling around you. So you're not subject to the tumults, <laughs> um, what are they called? There's a word for it, it's okay. The vicissitudes of life, that's the word. You're not subject to those, especially now, there's gonna be a lot. And so focus on the seed level and have compassion. That's the hardest part. Avoid at all costs schadenfreude, do not if you felt happy for anyone that died, anyone that's being screwed right now, that is not the seed you want. 
that's hard if if you're a angry <laughs> uh, role, which um, a lot of us are. You really need to <laughs> not because if you plant that seed of rejoicing for someone else's uh, death or failure or demise that's a terrible seed we do not want that so we need to shift to the level where we can see causation being seeded and not be attached to the results because those are over okay that was long let's go <laughs> so that short teaching on karma you can settle into your seat. Just bring your attention to your breath. And allow yourself to settle in. So where your body is, where your consciousness is. And as we did yesterday, tuning in to how I land is really part of this civic karma. As bodies change, literally, literally, people are moving out of bodies of power and new bodies are coming in. New souls are entering those political bodies the Capitol, the White House. These, these are homes for national consciousness. There is a transition. Of who is inhabiting those bodies, those homes, those seats of power that impact our nation, the very land and body this home that you sit in, in the world. The next, now it's under two weeks, I think. Yeah, just under two weeks. We're navigating as gratefully as possible our own experience of participating in this historical moment. And just check in. with how your body is feeling. 
how have you been receiving the transition process thus far, the bardo that our nation is in? Truly a vacuum of power right now as we transition between the two bodies. Are you on a roller coaster? Has it been a roller coaster? Some emotional whiplash. Or have you been not paying attention? Or have you been applying wisdom and this deep perspective to everything? Have you been Indulge in negative emotions. Above all, what you are witnessing is human suffering. Every time you watch someone appalled by the results of their own actions and having to face the consequences, that's called samsara. Ignorance towards the cycle of seeds yielding results, results seeding new seeds and staying stuck and misunderstanding. Why we have the consequences that we have. The appropriate response is always compassion. In the face of human suffering, our own and others, the only appropriate response is compassion. Never judgment. So hard. That's right. Just because you're winning if you feel that way, doesn't mean you cackle in laughter at losers. We are all humans and we must hold this line of compassion. So as you connect to your breath, 
connect to compassion. The breath of compassion. Now as you breathe this, I want you to imagine the wall of a mosque, the octagonal ornament that goes in and goes out. For those of you who took the phenomenal home course, I showed you this image, how the sacred geometry moves from the octagonal star to an octagonal expansion. And the tiles of the Islamic mosques are these inhalations and exhalations that move across the sacred chambers. This breath, this tile pattern is called the breath of compassion from the divine. It's an ornament. And feel that consciousness, feel your breath. Like you're in a sacred location. A mosque, a sanctuary, a temple. And the walls are lined with the breath of compassion. A sacred octagonal ornament that holds the container that we're gonna practice in this morning. And is the foundational baseline of navigating transitions, of navigating consciousness. Allow it every level of your body so you're breathing the breath of compassion into your body like this sacred octagon it's moving through geometric information. Feel it protect your body. As we're literally calling on that which lives on the edge, ornament, ornament lives on the edge. We're taking these sacred frequencies, helping us navigate the threshold condition that we are in right now.
Feel the edges of your body filled with this sacred geometry. As it resonates. And feel it fill your auric field, the body boundary. Continuous with the breath of compassion, the field of compassion. The great Bodhisattva, who actually speaks the Heart Sutra, Avalokiteshvara. His Holiness the Dalai Lama is thought to be an incarnation of this Bodhisattva. Avalo means loving eyes. It's the eyes of compassion. It holds the field of compassion. These loving eyes, and turn them upon your own field. And you're scanning the field, your org field, with the eyes of compassion, breathing into it with the breath of compassion. And this energy. It's the energy that diffuses nuclear weapons. It diffuses all of those landmines that are in your consciousness that could be triggered today, tomorrow, this week. Everything's going to be shaken. And this is the time when negative and positive seeds ripen. So as you breathe through your field, actively diffuse all of the areas. It's like you're diffusing all the previous negative states of mind it could be triggered in the next 24 hours. All of the energetic patterns that could reassert themselves that are shrinking, contracting, fear-based, judgment-based, the eyes of compassion, the loving eyes, the breath of compassion, fill your field with this frequency. You can visualize it as this octagonal sacred pattern weaving through, inhaling and exhaling, 
this light matrix through your field. It's like you're literally building a temple every day. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll build a temple every day. And fill your entire field above your head, below your seat, deep into the ground. Fill the edges of this container, your auric field, with the breath of compassion. Feel the whole frequency shift. Om, ah, hum. Each time you feel yourself enhancing your protection in times of transition, what you have to protect most is your mind. There is no room for fear, for hatred, for darkness, for schadenfreude, for feeling happy about other people's suffering. You must avoid the only response to witnessing human suffering passion. It's not to feel righteous 
that karma is true. Karma is true. The more you understand that, the more compassion you can exert. And your field expands. Anchoring the protections of body, speech, and mind at every turn. As the leave of the sacred ornament deepens in your field. May your eyes glisten with love. It is the only safe bet feel your heart expand as the smallness around personal opinions dissolves. And see if you can tap in to a deep, deep, deep compassion for all those that are causing suffering to others. That are instigating hate, that are instigating violence. Can you have compassion for them as much as for those that are suffering? Of course, they are suffering. Ah. 
As you see them in this light with loving eyes, you stop focusing on the results of their actions. Instead, you're heartbroken as you see them sow the seeds of their own future and current suffering. When you see the level of seeds, wisdom yields to compassion. It doesn't yield to judgment. Allow wisdom to shine. And the compassion that fluoresces in your field like an angel flying. This is Bodhisattva training, Jedi training. Generating this field, Maitriya Dishu Balani Yoga Sutras, is the source of power, is the source of the superpowers. Love is the source of receiving the resources you need, the powers and tools you need. to expand love further. And so as you breathe the breath of compassion, this is how you reach the level of resource. You seed it through love. Your breath of compassion plants the seed of power seed of being able to access the resources that each and every one of you extraordinary warriors of light, leaders of light, needs to do the work that is so urgently needed of us. and feel the resource level be activated as everything just comes in. The space you need, the resources you need, the personnel you need, the finances you need, just pours in as you connect to love. As you connect to the wisdom that yields to compassion takes you to the seed level where you can see as you see the current events you see what caused them do that direct your eyes of compassion and wisdom on a current event 
see what caused it. See with clear eyes the sequence of causation that led to that ripening. It started with a thought. Started with a thought held by a field of ignorance. And as you watch this fruiting, ripening process. You feel you can't help it. You see this being creating their own suffering. You see this community creating their own suffering. And the deeper you are able to see with wisdom, the chain of events, you actually simultaneously feel compassion. Oh my God. What suffering? by some strange coincidence, not coincidence. The two giant ripenings of which we speak, they're currently experiencing the effects of happened on the day of Epiphany. The realization in the Christian tradition, the real that Jesus is the Son of God. That's what the Epiphany celebrates. There's around that of an Epiphany. Epi, right? Means highest. It's like a highest realization, highest sight. Faith. It's the same root as phenomenon. Fain is the root, which means to shine upon. It's the highest light. Realization. Step in that light of realization. Self-realization is not some faraway destination. 
you're there. But it's also not some big deal to make you special or better than other people. It means you serve them forever. It means you have a lot of friends. <laughs> As you step into the light of wisdom and compassion, the other resulting emotion is humility. And that leads to this final stage. I'm just so humbled by all the national heroes are emerging and witnessing their resilience, their courage, how tirelessly they worked with huge faith, much harder than I possibly even understand. And with courage that is still beyond my own. Look at those beings that have emerged at this time of transition. Those that you read about and those that you know are there, but maybe you haven't read about. There are decades of work. Coming to fruition. Feeling a deep sense of humility, gratitude. joy,
Om Ahong. Om Ahong, Om Ahong. Anchor in the field to ornament. Hold it. And with great joy, with great joy as we anticipate the beauty ahead, you can open your eyes. Happy Friday. I'm gonna try and send my little newsletter out today. One of the things I wanted to do was create a conversation, just a free conversation this weekend, just to touch base with everyone. It's been such a difficult week for so many people. So thank you all so much.